I'm here at the Ainsdale Dune Slacks long-term experiment in West Lancashire with Dr John Millett from Loughborough University, who's the principal investigator for this experiment. Good morning to you, John. Can you tell me a bit more about this experiment at Ainsdale Dune Slacks, how long it's been running, a bit about the history? Yeah, so this experiment was set up in 1974 by Sally Edmondson. So it's been running for 45 years. So it's the longest grazing exposure experiment in, in June Slacks in the UK, maybe even globally, as far as we know. So it was set up to try and understand the impact of rabbits on June Slack plant communities. And it consists of four June Slacks. So June Slacks are the low-lying areas in sand dunes. They lie at the water table. And so they're strongly influenced by the water table. And they have kind of very, very diverse plant communities in them. And grazing by rabbits is one of the key controllers over that diversity, so really, really important in controlling that diversity. So the, the original aim was to understand what this role was. And so four June slacks were chosen by Sally, and she set up three rabbit exclosures in each of those June slacks. And the aim was to then monitor plant communities inside and outside of those grazing exclosures and to understand how they would change once you remove the rabbits. And so the experiment ran for a number of years with, with monitoring and then the monitoring was ad hoc and so annually sometimes and sometimes no monitoring for maybe 10 years. And then at the site, because rabbit numbers vary and they fluctuate year to year and decade to decade, and the management of the site introduced livestock grazing, so sheep and cattle, to try and have more control over that grazing. And so at that time, livestock exclosures were put around some of these rabbit exclosures. So now we have a set of nested grazing exclosures. So they exclude rabbits and livestock, or just exclude livestock, or we have areas that are grazed by both rabbits and livestock. So it gives us a really good way of, of understanding the different impacts of, of, of different herbivores on these dune slack plant communities and, and understanding how these herbivores might interact in their impact. And what have been the impacts, the science impacts so far, emerging from these exclosure plots? So removing the rabbits, perhaps unsurprisingly, after 45 years, we get a lot of woody vegetation invading the plots. And you, um, with that woody vegetation, you get a, a reduction in diversity because they outcompete the other plants that, that grow in those plots. So you get a, a small number of, of woody plants replacing this large number of non-woody vegetation. Another interesting impact is the difference between having just rabbits grazing and sheep and rabbits. So we get a big difference in the number of species we find in those two different sets of plots, which is perhaps more surprising than just the impact of, of just removing grazing altogether. And so we get maybe on average twice as many species in the plots where they have rabbit and sheep grazing compared to just sheep grazing. And these results are data that end users like Natural England can take and implement in, in land management policies, for example, aren't they? Yes, so they're really important because understanding the impact of the management is required to be able to then, then make decisions about that management. So whether or not to graze, how to graze, what, what animals to graze. And, and so, so these long-term experiments are so important for understanding that because the, the impacts take a long time to happen. So it's only after 45 years that we're starting to get a, a, a really good understanding of, of, of these changes because these communities, year to year, they change in very different ways to how they change decade to decade. And the dune slack habitat here is very important nationally, isn't it? And Ainsdale's a particularly large example. Yeah, so the, the, the plant communities here are, are really, really diverse. So Ainsdale Sand Dunes National Nature Reserve has about 400 different plant species. 
and then we have some very important non-plant species. So we have natterjack toads. Um, it's, 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 it's one of the most important habitats for natterjack toads in the UK. So these dune slacks, they're very valuable, but they're also under threat. So the area of dune slacks um, and sand dunes in general has, has reduced hugely over time. So, so it's really important that we protect them, that we understand impacts on them, and then preserve them into the future. And so what are the next steps, John, for the Sally Edmondson plots here at Ainsdale Dunes? So at the moment, the big challenge is just with securing the site and, and maintaining it to make sure that this experiment will kind of has um, longevity into the future. But what we'd like to do is expand these plots and we'd like to replicate the existing experiment so we can look at change from a different starting point. And we'd also like to add new experiments onto the site. So we'd like to set up one site as part of a large international study looking at how plant communities reassemble after disturbance. And so the aim, given appropriate funding, is to, to try and start that next year or the year after. People can read about this experiment on our website, but for researchers who want to come and use Ainsdale Dune Slacks as a research platform, how, how do they access it? So if they look on the ECT website, they'll see my details and contacting me is the way to do that. And they get in touch. We're really, really keen to have people collaborate on the project and help in terms of expanding the project. It's underused at the moment and we'd, we'd like to expand that use. Um, we have all the data available that we've collected so far. That's freely available to, to anyone who wants to use it. And we'd like new experiments, new measurements, new studies. We, we really encourage that.